The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Well, everybody, I've been warning you for weeks. Season one is coming to an end. I am standing my ground. I was going to be one of those guys who was like, oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop and then we're just, oops, surprise we're gonna keep going because I'm just uh, I'm I love the abuse of podcasts <laughs> I love the abuse I just welcome it I'm just like give me that abuse I wanna I wanna keep doing more and then complain that I'm tired <laughs> and I almost did it with this one because I really enjoyed this show so far but this is the last one until we're gonna come back in January so we're gonna like I said before four months on four months off. And we'll have a whole new list of ideas to uh, to make lists about. But I figured the best way to close out this season is to come in or go out the same way we kind of came in. Uh, and not a solo episode, but I'm bringing back my very, very first guest from the show, my good friend, Network, the big cheese in the network, I always call him that, uh, Christopher Chavez. Chris, welcome back to the show, buddy. What's up, dude? How are you? Thanks for having me again. I, I'm good. I thought you were going to say you were coming in the same way you went. You're going out the same way you came in, and that's with a crap episode. <laughs> that was a fun one. No, it was fun. That was it my, was a really good time. That was my most wholesome episode. I enjoyed it. I, I was like, it, it's tricky because, you know, I did too, because I'd never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. It's like all lifestyle stuff. But when it comes to like social media content, lifestyle stuff doesn't hit as much as pop culture. It's tough, yeah. It's it definitely very is tough. tough. And you think you it'd be easier to like have people um, compliment like, "Ooh, this is different." Nobody ever asked me um, about my favorite smells or my favorite, you know, my bucket list destinations like we did. Uh, people really still gr- the the biggest responses were always pop culture. So <laughs> I avoided it as much as I possibly could, and I think we did a pretty even split. Like yeah. a fifty-fifty, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit more lifestyle than, um, which is what I wanted for, anyways. So yeah, uh, we did pretty good. But this, uh, you came up with a really cool topic for this today. one. Says both, it's pop culture, but lifestyle. It right? is like how it affected your life. One hundred percent. There's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of emotions running through this thing. <laughs> uh, everybody had like that playlist. Yeah. Everybody had that like playlist. And you, I mean, you love music. I love music too, but I'm like one of those guys who will repeat a song to death until he absolutely hates it. <laughs> I hate I hate that I'm like that, but that's who I am. But um, but what myself and Chris are going to do, we're going to do our regular back and forth top 10 list. And uh, we're going to go pick songs from that got us through high school. This is going to be interesting. It should be interesting because, well, one, two very, very different eras. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. I'm 29. You are 42. It still gets me every time. <laughs> I know, right? I don't act it, dude. I don't act it you at all. You don't. You're a young soul. But that's the secret. I was just talking about this with Johnny today. Johnny of Retro Pop History Creeps fame. Uh, I was. We were discussing the idea that, you know, when you grow up, you, you start to get into your 20s, you start to get into your 30s, and there's this kind of mentality where you're like, when am I going to feel like a grown-up, Right. When am I going to actually feel like an adult? When is this going to get real? When am I going to stop feeling like a kid? Yeah. And the secret is it doesn't ever happen. It's not like this. It's never this one like definitive moment. No, because the secret is, is every single adult in your life is a kid trying to figure out how to be an adult. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. It's And so, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be the crotchety old man telling the kids to get off my lawn. <laughs> I mean, maybe I will. I don't but want not to yet. be. I don't want. I don't want to be. Uh, yeah, that's that's the fight. Is trying to stay young, while everything is kind of hitting you at once. And dude, high school is rough, from a social from a social you know standpoint. And then as soon as you get out, it's like 
boom, there's the world. Yeah. Here come your bills. You got to get a job. You got, you know, for some people, college. And uh, it's hard. Like, I was not prepared. High school did not prepare me mm-hmm. to, for the real world at all. And no. that, I think it's a it's a huge disservice to people yeah. that go through public school that, like, they get out and they're just, like, they're just left to hang out to dry. Yeah. You know, some people, some kids that get out of high school and they're they're already living, they have to live on their own. Like, their parents are like, you're 18, you're out of the house. Peace out, You know, yeah. type of mentality. Uh, and I was very fortunate that lasts longer than, you know, um, that I was able to do that a lot longer than most people, but... Still, man, it's uh, high school's rough. There's a lot of emotion that goes with it. Yeah, there's so much emotion. It's exciting, you know that you have friends. I mean, there's a it's it is it's up and down. It's roller coaster. Your heart breaks. I mean, when you when you're a kid, this is your first time really dealing with raging emotions that you have no clue how to deal with whatsoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you think you do. You do you remember that feeling in high school when you just you you knew everything. Screw your parents. They couldn't <laughs> tell you anything. You know what I mean? Like, they don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I, I know what's going on. Exactly. And then yeah. when that happens, you have things like my number two on the list last week. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> You'll never understand what I'm feeling. <laughs> that was like the big thing, right? Your I parents will her. never understand you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, was I wrong. Boy, was That's I wrong. Amazing. But uh, But, yeah, it's a huge time of change. So we're going to listen to this is our first music episode. Like I said, music, so it fits into lifestyle and pop culture. So myself and Chris are going to go back and forth and do a top 10 list of the top 10 songs that got us through high school. So, um, so yeah, Chris, you want to kick us off with your number 10? Yeah, as I was saying before this, this was tough. I can't just pick. I'm a huge, huge music nerd. I mean, it's literally my religion. I love all kinds of music. But in this, I came up in an era when music was changing. It was coming out of 80s hair metal, the birth of grunge. You know, hip-hop was still brand new. Rap was still kind of new, having been birthed in the 70s and 80s. So, like, the 90s, when I was in high school, for me, I feel like it was a really cool kind of, like, golden era of music overall. I love the 80s, and that's what I'm, like, mad at my parents for not having me in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) They were growing up in the – they graduated high school in the 80s, and I'm just like, yo – you should have had me in the and 80s. And 80s had good music, right? You had you have the pop music the of best. the 80s. It, uh, a little bit of everything. Great rock, all that stuff. A little bit but of everything. Something about the 90s was this kind of evolution, even in pop, in pop music, even in R&B, in, in, in rock. It was just this kind of, I don't know, and maybe again, maybe it's because I'm applying it to that time when I was growing up, you know, that, what do you call it, when uh, the wonder years, going from, you know, 10, 11, 12, all the way up until eight, 17, 18, so... So my, it was tough for me. What I ended up doing was I just thought to myself, let me think of some memories back in high school, right? And then let me, and what songs come to mind? Or I also did kind of pull up a list for each of the years that I was in high school to see what was the hits. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I remember that one. Uh, so this one, this was a song I remember at, this was later in high school. Um, that would play at parties all the time. Oh, you got invited to parties? Must be nice. Such a good. T- oh yeah, <laughs> and this was like the these were like the movies from that you see in the movie uh, the, the, the parties you see in yeah. the movies. Like parents are away, the place is packed, music's blasting, food's just everywhere, everyone's drinking, Kool Aid, um, <laughs> Kool Aid pop. Uh, but dude, this song came on all the time. This is how we do it by Montel Jordan. You know oh that song? yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. There's something about that. When you hear him just kick that that vocal off at the beginning, this is how we do it. And the music comes in, done. 
done. This Everybody was just dancing and having a good time. See, it's weird because I, to me, my generation, yeah, that's a wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> that's and not horrible, to put a dude. date, like a not to put a date on you, yeah, or anything, but like that's fun. Old style like wedding music. Everything for us, you're ever. gonna hear tonight, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's classic rock now. That's old, old <laughs> like music." People like jumping up and put their hands in the air. Like I can't. Like I'm just like you in high school. Like I'm picturing you in high school with a full head of hair. Like I had a freaking, thick head of hair, bro. Yeah, just, in high school, I gotta see some pictures. Yeah, hey, yeah. You know, I have seen pictures. I have seen some pictures. <laughs> but you just like, oh yeah, guys, this is how we do it. Just jumping up in the air while like there's somebody's playing like NES on the on a big big old tube TV and. <laughs> Well, we were Super Nintendo by high school, but yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Playing, someone's playing Super Mario Brothers in the back. Or, or what is it? Mario Mario World. Super, Super Mario, Mario World. World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I may I may have painted you to look older than you actually are. It's I, all right, man. It's all right. I know. I knew this was going <laughs> to... When I played this list, when I put this list out, I, it was going to be like, this is going to mark <laughs> basically a time in history where... I love it, though. It's like pre... It's just, you're just like, I don't even know what that... That's, I don't know what that means. It's, it, it's a great era of music. Like, yeah. it really is. And it's just it's just cool to see that it was like party music, and not just playing at your wedding or right. somebody's wedding. And it, you know, well think about that, right? High school kids by the time they're getting married a few years later and on, I mean that's what they're playing. Yeah, no, undoubtedly, so. undoubtedly so. Very good. All right, so my number ten. I'm a. Uh, those who don't know, I wrestled in high school. Very proud of that uh, that fact. High school wasn't really great for me. It really wasn't great for me. But the one thing that kept me, like, going and gave me any interests or any, honestly, social life in high school, because it was pretty non-existent, was, uh, was, re- was high school wrestling. Like, that was my saving grace. I swear to God, the sport, like, saved my life. Um, but you go to these tournaments. That was always the big thing, right? You go to tournaments. It's the big weekend event. That's how you're spending your Saturdays. Uh, but the one, like, crowning achievement, like, that I was... Uh, it was the sectional championships my senior year. I hadn't won a whole lot throughout high school, and I'm like, this is my last opportunity. And one of the songs that gets played pretty prominently around high school wrestling is The Final Countdown by Europe. Yeah. And <laughs> nice. it's awesome, and it's but it gets played every single time. So um, we're, we're coming out for the, the finals. They did, like, big entrances where, you know, some guy, it was like 15 on one side, 15 on the other. You all walk out, you shake hands on the mat. And they're playing the final countdown. That's like the the big hype up song. And so now every time I hear that song, uh, again, like my good my good friend Vince alluded to off air, um, I associate music with memories. So now every time I hear that song, I get the chills because I associate it with high school wrestling and that moment where I got to win a sectional championship and then eventually move on to states. But that's like that song was everything. I mean, that's 80s. That yeah. song is 80s, and it's still like it's still featured pretty prominently to this day uh, in the world of uh, local high school wrestling, at least. Because the guy who the guy who DJs and announces he, he hasn't changed his playlist in 40 years, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. That's classic, though, man. That's a classic song. It's a great song. It also uh, that song always. You ever see um, Arrested Development? That TV show, Arrested. Yes. It always reminds me of that dude, the magician Job. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's his theme music when he comes out. That's right. It but is. it is awesome. It is a really cool. St- I mean, that's one of those it's immediately recognizable songs. Chills so. every single time. Like I remember, it was like a, and it, like I hate like looking back. I disliked most of my high school experience. Like a year after, I was like, man, I, I wish I had another year. Wish I had another year. When all, all reality, I wish I didn't. But yeah. I was driving like it was one of my off days from college, and I was driving around, and it came on the radio, and I, I mean, I got the chills and. 
started to tear up. I'm not going to lie. I started to tear up a little bit because I was like, man, again, that graduating from high school, it's a kick in the ass. Uh, it's packing your right outside. You know, you're right. It's the real world now. Yeah. It's the real world now. You know, you're, you're, you got to take responsibility for everything. And, and, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was, that's a, that's one I, I really love. It did definitely got me through high school a bunch. Motivated me, motivated me throughout workouts and, and this and that. But, um, yeah, it's 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 honestly hard for me to watch shows with like kids like going through high school. Like I don't know, like Boy Meets World is hard to watch. Like I hate watching is it coming it, of age like people growing up so fast. And, is it because you miss that, or is it because again because miss, missing the opportunities, or you see it and you're like, I just was. I wish I had that. I never experienced. Yeah, that. I do. I I do. Like even to this day, there's still a lot of a lot of regrets. But I'm I'm pretty jaded towards I'm tra- jaded towards people. But there's regrets on moments. Yeah, when it I comes to you. high school. So I got um, you. But yeah, that's that's my number ten. Yeah, dude, memory lane, huh? Um, my number nine. So when this dude came out, you didn't hear stuff the way he played, and and the way, especially the way he wrote lyrics to this song. But this is a loser by Beck. Mm, that's uh, a good one. He literally opens up the song saying, "In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey." With butane in my veins and something about passing a junkie with a plastic eyeball. And it just goes nuts. The entire, like, it's all nonsense, but it sounds cool. It's super funky. And especially when you're a kid, you know, listen, like, I used to, I'm a huge person. I, I love music, but I also am a big in lyrics. Like, songwriting is a big deal for me. Like, if it's a lot of nonsense and there's nothing to it, it's like, no thanks. So this is a lot of kind of nonsense lyrics, but the way it's just kind of composed and put together. And then the fact that he's singing i'm a loser baby so why don't you kill me right <laughs> it's it's almost like what the heck and it became almost kind of like this kind of this this song that we sang with pride like i'm a loser babe like it, i don't know what it was but it just brings me back with me and my friends and i remember us sitting out in the soccer field one. listening to it and when that the, the chorus comes on top of your lungs singing it as loud as you could i love that i love that yeah i i, I mean i grew up with that song on the radio a bunch yeah you know I always hear it from time to time, and it's always a really treat to hear. And the dude's a phenomenal musician. Like he's yeah. done all different kinds of music. Like if you go through his his discography, his whole back catalog, from album to album, it changes up and it becomes different. There's one where he it's him and this other dude that they do old blues music, right, uh, on weird tuned guitars. But it it's phenomenal. Some of the most it's craziest songs I've ever heard, but they're great. Yeah, I. I I might have like I I've known the name back, but that like that's it, it sounds like a one hit one. I think in the world of mainstream, it might be like a one hit one or two. Well, you did have a couple, but yeah, this couple? this was his biggest. Like okay. there was nothing that did. when this came out, it became one of those songs like the song. You know when songs were songs of the summer back in your youth, like that's mm-hmm. the one everybody played. That was that was loser. Yeah, no, that's a good. That's a really good one. Um, all right, my number nine. This is one we sang at the top of our lungs. When I first got a car, I had a group. Of, I had a group of friends. And uh, Justin, Billy, and Eric. I'll leave it. I won't say their last names, but uh, it, that was kind of like the social. That was my. Those were my like friends back in high school. Like real tight knit group. We were like inseparable. I was the oldest. Actually, I'm not the oldest, but I was the only one. One of them like he was held back a year, and so they all graduated together. I graduated a year before, and it was just like, oh, it sucked. Like. Because it, you could tell, as soon as I graduated, we all started going our separate ways and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, one song that I like, oh, I gravitate towards, and we used to sing it all the time on repeat, is uh, it "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Hey, that's a great song too. How though, could you right? not like singing that song? Like, I haven't even started hitting some of the stuff from my time period yet. 
right? <laughs> I, this is still like looking back and stuff, and and this was this was great. We drive around. I had this little oh, Christ, what was it? It was like a Mercury Tracer. Me and my dad kind of shared it, but I ended up taking it most nights. And as soon as I got that car, you couldn't find me in the house. Hey guys, let's go ride around and sing Journey. Don't stop believing. And that's what we did. We roll the windows down. We cruise. We drive. Uh, we drive on the throughway or whatever. We just go. We, we just sit, we just sing song. But Journey, Don't Stop Believing was one of those like fun ones that we all kind of gravitated towards. And now like I'm neighbors with one of them. Like he's my next. He ended up being my next door the guy neighbor. From Journey. No, oh, no, not Journey, but <laughs> I was like, that would have been sweet. Uh, no, one of those friends, he, uh, Eric, he was actually on the show a couple weeks ago, nice. uh, is my neighbor. Uh, it, but everybody, like, other than that, we've all kind of went our separate ways. And it's like, it's real. Like, that's that coming of age stuff that it's like, that's what makes it hard to watch those shows like Boy yeah. Meets World. And, and now I just I just got through Cobra Kai and it, it, getting flashbacks of the Karate Kid and all, all this stuff that happened in high school. And then everybody's all just grown up. And everything's different. Yeah, everything's different. So it, it does suck. So yeah, it's it, it's rip. But like, how could you not? Every time we turn the song, like that song comes on, crank up the radio, sing along to it. It's uh, it's a good, it's a good stress reliever. I love to oh, sing. Yeah. I'm a terrible yeah, yeah. singer, uh, but yeah, I love Journey. Don't stop believing. So um, it's funny because there's I have not this song, but the one coming up is one of these songs again. All of, all of us in the car turning it up, singing it at the top of our lungs. But this one here, uh, again, I was telling you how like. In the 90s, you saw a lot of kind of new revolutions in music, right? Yeah. The grunge movement, even hip-hop had revolutions. There was like that gritty East, because it went from like rap was was party music, right? It was about dancing, the DJ, you know, spinning records and a rapper getting up and getting everybody to, to dance and play. Um then it started to get kind of real. Like in, on the East Coast, it was this kind of grittiness. This is what it's like, like to live on the streets. Uh, and then out West... NWA in the 80s kind of birthed this new idea of rapping about a gangster lifestyle, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, you were you grew up right in that era. Dude, I remember being, I was in the fifth grade, I think, fourth grade or fifth grade. I remember being uh, on the street corner, or not the street corner, the bus corner, waiting the street corner like I'm some kid in the fourth grade on the street, <laughs> rolling, rolling uh, dice to get money. No, I was sitting there at the bus stop, right? And I remember this kid coming up to me saying, Hey, have you heard of this album? It's called It's NWA and he was showing me the the tape, he had a cassette tape. I was like, "No, what does NWA stand for?" And when he said it, I was like, oh, "You can't say that." You can't say that. No, but they changed the game, right? So yeah. one of those guys uh, would change the game again. He would end up when they broke up really define what 90s California or West Coast rap production sounded like. Right. Dr. Dre's nothing but a G thing. So number one, this song was was pivotal in that it brought this new sound, this kind of just chill, game. laid Change back, game. you know, having a barbecue with your family and your friends and having this music playing, that kind of music. But it also introduced the world to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. This was his first time ever introduced to the world. Right. So number one, it's it's a, it's an iconic tune, and I remember when me and my friends heard. I just remember just being blown away by the sound of this because we didn't hear hip hop like this. It was different, right? There was this weird kind of high pitch, and I'm like, what is this, <laughs> right? Uh, but it blew me away, and it was about smoking weed and dealing drugs and making money and sitting on low very, riders, very like low bouncing cars and stuff. Like that kind of stuff didn't happen on the East Coast. That's all West Coast stuff. Yeah. Uh, just I remember me and my friends just being like, "What is this?" You know what I mean? There was so many moments in my life where music became this kind of 
whenever there was a new change in it, having this feeling of like, what is this? Like, this is amazing. But yeah, nothing but a G string by uh, nothing but a G string. G string, dude. Nothing but a G string. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Dr. Dre, dude. Okay, very, very good. Uh, my number eight. It's a uh, throwback song. Another one that has to do with wrestling. Uh, that motivated me, got me through a lot of, a lot of uh, things. But uh, I, have you ever seen the movie Vision Quest? Oh, I thought you were going to say Eye of the Tiger oh. just now. <laughs> Almost. I, that's an honorable match. I mean, because that works. For, it does for, work. Oh, yeah. Okay. It does uh, work. Vision Quest. Would you say Vision Quest? Vision Quest. Yeah. I don't think so. It was in the. It came out in the eighties. It was like one of the only like, a, like amateur wrestling movies that ever came out. It's, it's super. No, super I never 80s. seen this. I think they were trying to go for like a Karate Kid type vibe but or something like, high like that. School wrestling. Yeah, and it just it didn't catch on. But it's like a it's like a it's got like a, a niche like it's got a cult following. To it. Okay. Uh, but one of the songs in there, one of the songs that was constantly on my frequently broken MP3 players, um, <laughs> was uh, "Lunatic Fringe" by Red Rider. I don't know this one. Really? I've never heard this. You probably if if I play it, you probably you probably remember it. Okay. Let me see. And you got and you remember this from wrestling your wrestling days wrestling days yep is it a, a, a pump you up type of a song it's just got a slow start but uh it's got a slow start here i'm gonna play it for you i don't okay. know if, i don't know if it's gonna come through the headphones or not but yeah i'll I hear play it, it. Yeah. don't you hate when you want to put something on youtube and all of a sudden especially like when you're dying to hear a song and then you have to sit through a commercial you're like what's the worst and you can't skip it what are you doing it makes oh. me honestly hate chromebooks that's the worst too when you can't skip it i mean you're like where's the countdown where's that five four three two one so i can skip so I actually came out to the song once when I was doing pro wrestling. Okay. Uh, this place called 2CW came. This is a cool song. That intro right there is a cool way it's to come really, out. really, really cool. Okay. Um, but this place called 2CW, they ran out of like Syracuse area. They came to Niagara Falls, and I it was my like one and only, one of the few like main event spots that I got to do. And I was like, okay, I know a lot of my wrestling friends and high school coaches are going to be here, so I decided to come out to it. And... It takes so long, so you want to wait till everything really gets going. But yeah, you but probably this heard isn't. This really just isn't familiar to me at all. Really? Yeah. Like I can see why it's it's kind of that kind of feeling. Like all right, you. I could just see you in in the back, you know, just getting pumped and ready to go <laughs> out there. The crowd's ready for you to come out. Yeah. Oh wait a second. You remember this now? Now I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech friends. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this song. Yeah. I know you're out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do know that song. Okay. You're right. Just knowing the name, though, is like, uh, not yeah, familiar. That's but like, you hear it. With, with like, Beck, uh, like, I'm sure that, that was it's something. If I heard more songs of his, I would, I'd, I'd remember him more. But, yeah, this was a fun one. And this got played occasionally at wrestling tournaments. And it has, a, I mean, throughout the whole, like, song, it's got a really, like, cool energy. Like, it's, it's like a mild but yet energetic type beat yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it, man. I had a thing. I, I blew through so many batteries. Back when, when MP3 players had batteries, <laughs> AA batteries, I blew through so many of those. Um, Good Lord. Listen remember to that, that song. Remember that? Literally getting a battery to put into that little generic <laughs> MP3 player you got? A little basic one that yeah. like the screen like barely worked. And Oh, dude, I broke so many MP3, MP3 players back in the day. That's amazing. But Red Rider Lunatic Fringe is, is definitely one of those songs. Because like I said, it, it, again, back in high school, it was really, I mean, aside from my social my social activities with like the wrestling team i was kind of a loner like i didn't get in you know my friends when we did hang out those those underclassmen but i was for the most part like amongst my classmates amongst my grade i was pretty much a loner 
Mm. And I, I, I ended up liking it that way. I hated it, but I like ended up like, whatever. So I was like in my head, in my own head a lot. I and, see. And like Lunatic Fringe, it was just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of worked. Like I had this wrestling mentality. Like I wouldn't date in high school. I wanted girls, but unless it was the right girl, I would not date in high school unless, you know, um, you know, because of wrestling, for wrestling reasons. Wow. Okay. That was that. I was to say, wasn't every girl in high school the right girl though? Like mm-hmm. when you're when you're starting to want to date, you're just like, <laughs> when you get turned down by like your number one, two, and three, now you're starting to look at four and five, going, I mean, like, brother, yeah, I could see that. Brother, I got turned <laughs> down by one through twenty-five <laughs> in high school. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm uh, oh, don't even get me started. That's funny, dude. <laughs> but I was all up in my feelings. All right, yeah. and I don't know why Lunatic Friends just just good connected tune. with me. So good too. Uh, yeah, not bad. Not hey, bad at all. See, this is what I love about music. Thanks for like reminding me of that. You're now welcome. I got now I know who it is. I'm gonna that's listen awesome. to it when you leave too. It's I'm gonna good crank one. it up. So, um, all right, my next one, dude. This is the one I was saying is I have the memory of me and my friends driving around at night with the windows down and singing this at the top of our lungs. But the reason for that was because it, it had come out in one of a, a movie we just all loved. So I don't know how you were in high school, but with me and my friends, we were huge into watching movies and quoting movies. Like, you'd watch a movie so much you could quote it inside and out. Yeah, Step Brothers was like that. Exactly. When it came exactly. out, everyone's, like, dropping Will Ferrell one-liners. Exactly. Now, <laughs> back in the old days, there used to be a TV show called Saturday Night Live. And, oh, I've never heard of that. And no. further back in the old days, uh, they would sometimes make movies of certain sketches, right? right? So there was one called Wayne's. Do you ever see Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. So number my next, what's, what number is this now? It's eight, this seven? Is, uh, this would be, I think this is seven. Yes. yes seven, yep. So this one um, for me is Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Perfect. Because you know the scene in the movie where they start doing the Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, and then the head banging, and that's what we did. Like, we did the Mamma Mia, the whole part, and then the head banging, and <laughs> it was just a good time. And then, you know, it's 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 an amazing song as it is. It is. Like, just Freddie Mercury and his composition and his his lyric writing and just this this guy was Underrated. such a genius. That you, movie made, gave me say, a new appreciation. Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. So good. It gave me a whole other appreciation for that song and, and Queen as, as a whole. Yeah. And then, then yeah, so uh, I loved it. I remember liking it when I was a kid just because it was such a different song, all these different kind of change-ups and all that. And then there was the heavy rock in it. Yeah. But then during high school, Wayne's World, it, it became a different, a whole different thing. And even now, even now, when it comes time to headbang, at least me and everybody my age start to headbang at that time. You know, I mean, I don't know what it is for the younger group, but man. I get dizzy. I get motion sickness really easily. So I got to put some drama me behind my ears if I'm going to start headbanging. You're, you're putting on the drama me, and they're like, what are you going on a cruise? No, I'm about to go I'm do some head- Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go headbang real quick. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So uh, that's mine. That's mine. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. I love that. I love that. Uh, I think I got one. Yeah, this is one last. Well, it's not one last song, but another another song that fired me up for wrestling. Uh, it was it was just really really good. It was it was motivational in a way too. Um, again, I can't say enough how much of like a loner I kind of was in high school. But uh, I'm not like the biggest like Kanye West fan by yeah. any means. But I think it was like '07. So this is his first album? Uh, this is 2007. No, it's 2005. It was 2005. Okay. I'm not sure when Kanye burst out of the scene. But he had a song called Stronger. Oh. And it had a really, really upbeat, like hyperactive like yeah, kind of rhythm to he it. He samples Daft Punk. The, the, the Daft yes, Punk. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And this, it as the kids say nowadays, Slap. it slapped. All it's, right. It, was it slapped good. before slap and slap, bro. <laughs> it definitely did. Uh Man, I, was, I get fired up. Like, you, you just like, oh, I'm going to 
beat the crap out of somebody on a wrestling mat uh, for that. But but that was a, that was a song I listened to very very frequently, and it just it had such a, a, a motivational beat. Like um, there's certain songs like that one, or there's certain like things, mo- like even like movies, like when the Edward Norton Hulk, like after that, like that movie, like we left the theaters. I wanted to beat the beat somebody up <laughs> watching it and like this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get out of theaters like man I just want to beat this sh- you know, I just want to fight somebody uh, and this song like did that for me it's like it, me after watching mob movies yeah like, let's go whack somebody I know I want to give somebody the concrete shoes you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, yeah exactly it, it had that like it had that feeling to it and uh, man I miss it I still get the same uh, still get the same vibes from it but. I think it was that video that popularized the 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 sunglasses that were just with all those slits, you know what I mean? The, the, the solid color sunglasses yes. with slits all the way across them. He, yeah, he did very well for himself in yeah, Africa. I remember that one. <laughs> um, let's see, my number six. This is, uh, I mean, everybody knows this band. This band is still around today. They do, still putting out pretty decent music. But back in the day, their first album, actually the second, no, it was the third album that became big. Uh, this was like the epitome of being a kid and just parents don't understand who you are. Uh, but the band is Green Day, and the song that uh, I remember the most was Basket Case. Just this kind of... You, Green Day's timeless. If you ever see the video Basket Case, it's very, like, hyper over the over-stylized color. Like, it's the Technicolor is really kind of vibrant. It's overdone. You know, the, the brightness is saturated. Yeah. Um, it's in a mental institution. And me and my buddy Ryan. So my buddy Ryan, I, he's my oldest friend. He played drums when we were kids. I played guitar. He was, like, a head over heels of a green day he thought it was the greatest band of all time and he would bug me to learn their songs learn because he wanted to play them and jam them together so this was one of them that i remember us doing and he's just i remember just i can remember him right now just seeing him on on the drums just big smile on his face just knowing that he was getting to play the song right right but yeah basket case by green day dude and yeah they're super timeless such great pop, i mean green pop, day pop. it was popular back in your day uh in my day it was like when i I think it was like eighth grades, so eighth and ninth grade. Like Green Day, like came back like full swing. Like you get Boulevard of Broken Dreams, yeah. uh, American Idiot, that album, like yep. it crushed, and like that was a big deal. Like if you didn't have that CD, that that album, you were you weren't cool. But <laughs> you were behind the times. It was all the rage. It was yeah. like all the rage back then. So and the I'm cool thing about Green Day was they st- even off of this album when this song came out with uh, Longview. A lot of these, you know, when I come around, all on this album, yeah. this Basket Case. They still didn't hit the big time, big time. They weren't world known. They had a cult following. Do you know when that happened though? Was it was during the ninety? Was it ninety four when they did Woodstock again? And oh, they yeah, have an yeah. iconic performance where they end up getting into a mud fight with the crowd. That's and right. They start throwing mud at them, and instead of being assholes saying, you know, we're leaving, they decided, let's throw it back. And then the biggest mud fight ensued. And <laughs> after that, it was, like, known as they, they, were, they were the yep. guys. Like, they did this. Yeah. Good yeah. times. We walked out to a uh, time of your lives, uh, time of our lives or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the songs we walked. I had no idea it was a Green Day song until, like, years later I went back and, like, they did this too. Like, how long has Green Day been around? For? They've been around for a minute, and you'd be surprised that the <laughs> 30, 40, I mean, even all kinds of songs. Like, five years ago or whatever, they hit, like, for WWE, like, one of their songs was for, like, the SmackDown intro. Yeah. Know Your Enemy. It's like, they're, and they're still, like, they're still going. Every now and then they pop up and they become relevant again. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh, number six for myself. Um, all right. So this one isn't actually a song. It is, but it isn't. Uh, for those who don't know, I was a rapper at one point in my life. Oh, <laughs> man. 
All right. Oh, man. I had a lot of time in high school. Last episode, myself and Vince, we talked a lot about it, the seminar classes that we had our senior year. And we just practically go there and you don't do diddly squat. Uh, so I had like a five, six month period where myself and this friend of mine, Sean, we'd, we were just sitting there. We we're in a social seminar and the teacher just didn't care. He's like laptops, just handing them out. And we started we were like thinking about some stuff and like, yeah, what if we wrote a parody to, to Dead and Gone by Justin Timberlake? <laughs> And the summit, because the summit park mall, which is the big, which was a big mall by our house, it was starting yeah. to close down. And uh, so we, we did a parody of that. We call it the summit, summit park mall dead and gone. Um, dead and gone remix. And we I did it. We filmed the music video. We filmed the video on the last day that the summit park mall was open. Uh, but we actually did the vocals. All we did, we didn't have like microphones or anything. Yeah. What we did is we, 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 set up a camcorder and we just picked up the audio and that's how we did the audio for that we just read off of our sheets that's and we amazing. went back and forth we, we printed off like lyrics and stuff and we just read back and forth off of that and it became like this it was like the the, the coolest way to kind of go out of high school and you know I'm, I'm grateful for justin timberlake for paving the way for that song you know to be uh <laughs> for us to be able to parody it but we uh they put it on our school news channel all right, this is like became a, minor celebrities. Minor celebrities. All right, it was on YouTube. The full video was on YouTube. It, it still is, right? Isn't it still it? is. Nice. It's got like four thousand views on it. It's I like, love that you have a still blown up poster of of from that video. You know, I didn't wall. make that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still love it, dude. And don't tell anybody. I tell them, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did it. make it. I did. <laughs> no, the actual story is uh, when I was coaching wrestling at Loopport a couple years ago. A couple of the kids caught wind and I did that song. <laughs> and what they did was they took a screenshot and they blew it up, and that was my coach's gift. That's um, awesome. I had the be- it was the best coach's gift, and oh man, that was that was such a treat. Bro, really? it almost feels like you should end this episode and actually put the audio for that on there. I might, maybe like as a hidden. Remember how the, the, I don't know. If you I might. I could probably take out some of the like uh, the 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 copyright free music. I know? own the song. Do you know? Um, <laughs> let me ask you something. I don't. This might be dating us as well. So, did you ever have CDs that had hidden tracks that weren't? Tr- listed on the back of the thing so when you're listening to the last song you realize there's way too much time left on the cd so you wait and you listen through this dead air and then all of a sudden the music comes on i don't know if i've had that i've tried like video game discs i put it in cd players and they've actually played like the osts oh, and stuff that's pretty sweet i didn't know the that. old ps1 discs used to do that a couple of them oh, you nice. put you put it in the cd player like mk trilogy you could yeah. put it in a cd player and it'll play all the background music and stuff yeah we used to so that was a thing right and that would be that was kind of a cool thing we had back in our day but but you should do that this episode that like a minute and a half of air, dead air at the end, then all of a sudden it just <laughs> pops up. Maybe that's awesome because I don't have a closing theme for this uh, this show, Uh-oh. so maybe that'll be my closing theme. Oh my god, that'd be the. I've best. never inserted it in a podcast before, and I've been talking about it for Oof. two years, so do it. Do I think it. it's time. But yeah, Summit Park Mall. That was my that was my thing. That was my cool way to go out. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's awesome! It's hilarious." I would be walking in public by the falls <laughs> or anywhere else, and all of a sudden I hear it. I'm like, "Really?" People had it as a ringtone. That's amazing. Like random people had it as a ringtone. That's amazing. And it was funny because the next year when I actually went to, I tried college. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I taught. I, it, I, the one one of the teachers was like, "Hey, everybody, introduce yourself and tell so, talk about something cool that you've done." And I'm like, "Hi, everybody. I'm Matt Johnson, and I once made a rap video as a as a joke, and it ended up on Channel Two News, which it did. Mm-hmm. It was on Channel Two News, and everyone's like." Really? That was you? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt pretty good about myself for a second, but everyone it was it was like 
it was kind of cool that everybody was like, that was you? We love that. And that was, awesome. it, it was cool for my ego for a second. That's pretty sweet, dude. Um, all right, so this next one. Number five. You should. You, I'm assuming you'll know this. This was huge during high school, especially with the girls. I don't know why. The girls in high school loved this song. Um, and I remember, it's not like a favorite song or anything, Like, but I remember this having an impact. I just remember this being, the, the, again, one of those songs of the summer that everybody just kind of knew. But it was from an old dude. Like, I remember looking, the way you, you when I talk to you about some of my music, you're like, oh, that old music? <laughs> well, when I was watching MTV and this all of a sudden became a song, it was because this artist was making his, like, comeback, right? He was kind of doing stuff again. Okay. So this is, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that by Meatloaf. <laughs> dude, I'm telling I you right it. now. Yeah, it's a good song. I love that song. But it was, for some reason, I just remember in high school, the girls just this was like one of the greatest songs of all time and the video it's got that beauty and the beast video you yeah. know the motorcycle the voluptuous woman on the bed it's like yeah why not meatloaf's uh, awesome <laughs> but dude this song even today though it is it's a pretty decent song not not a favorite or anything but you know it's i remember it's, watching it going first of all meatloaf <laughs> like that's the dude's name meatloaf you know what i mean and then i found like out, somebody like you it should be like you know, like hardcore rock or rap or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I found out, you know, oh, he had been around a while. This wasn't just some old guy that was just trying to have a, a hit during the 90s. So, uh, and then, you know, it did. It, I, I was like, oh, well, let me check out some of his other stuff. And he's got some amazing music. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that that was, uh, that's that's my number five. That's a really good one. Meatloaf. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's a good song, too. It's got a nice nice flow to it. Nice and so I could see why the girls would get some wop from that. Um <laughs> wings and pizza? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wings and punches. Uh, that's what we said yesterday. Um <laughs> Jesus, I can't nice. believe I just said that on air. Uh very good, very good. My number five, I get made fun of a lot for this. People were like, why who nobody likes this band? I'm like, okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. They played in the Super Bowl. Is it Hanson, dude? No, that's that's a good guess. <laughs> it's a good guess. Uh it's Coldplay. No, Coldplay is sound. I get so much. I used to get so much hate. They're like, nobody listens to Coldplay. And then Coldplay did the Super Bowl halftime show. They had, they're like, really? Coldplay? Uh, I love Coldplay. I was actually, I gravitated towards them because of their music videos. Uh, Speed of Sound is the song that I'm choosing for this. And that music video was unbelievable. And they had a really good like album. They had a couple songs that like sounded alike on it, but they had really good music. Like I enjoyed it, you know, listened to it a bunch, and, and but the music video gravitated me towards it. But then you let you just listen to the beat, the instrumentals. Uh, you can listen to it alone. It's got like a, it's it's got a good vibe to it. It's it's not like a pump up song. It's very like a mellow. It's a very mellow and, and, and chill song. Uh, to listen to, so yeah, I'm gonna go Coldplay Speed of Sound for my number five. It's not bad, dude. I mean, they're they are really good musicians, and when they first came out, that first album, I, I loved the first album because it's kind of a very chill, you know, laid back album. It opens up with an acoustic tune. Um, it's got the tune Yellow. I don't know if you know that song, Yellow by them. Uh, um, when did they come out? They but, debuted. Oh, they debuted really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late '90s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I remember when they first came out. But this yeah, is X and was, uh, Y. X and Y was the yeah, album that I'm referring yeah, that's to. That's a good and one. Had yeah. What songs were on there? Scientist on that one, or no? Maybe uh, I'm thinking of another one. That might be the the one before it, or something like that. Yeah, Square One, What If, White Shadows, Fix You, Message, Speed, you. Of, speed of Sound, and, and X and Y, like they sounded very alike. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Fix You is a good tune. I like that tune. It's it's a, it's a sad song, you know, if you yeah. listen to the lyrics on it, uh, but it's a good one. I, I love, love, love Coldplay. So that nice. had to have them on this list. They were very, in, pun intended, very instrumental part of my high school upbringing. So um, very nice. There we go. Number four. This next song reminds me of I used to when I was I my second job I ever had was was at a grocery store bagging as a bagger and then I became a stock boy uh, and I got the job from a friend who I, from high school he was already working there and I rem- I will always remember the this this band and this album uh, the name of the album is called Grave Dancers Union the name of the band's called Soul Asylum and I remember him saying you ever hear this these guys I was like no and I remember sitting there and this we actually had CDs at that time yeah sitting in the car. Uh, on lunch, we're both on lunch, and he puts it in, and this tune, I just loved it. Just the way the guitars open up, because I, I don't know if whenever you listen to guitars, you can sometimes with the way they play, they have a feedback that sounds like mic feedback, that 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 screechy kind of sound. Yeah. And the way they just kind of play this with that screechiness, and then right into this kind, the vocals are a little bit like softer. The way he kind of delivers it until the chorus comes up. Um, blew me away but it's it's soul asylum the name of the song is called somebody to shove and um so it opens with uh grandfather watches the grandfather clock and time hasn't some like the time has gone by in so long and or the phone hasn't rung in so long it's such a good the lyrics are so cool like oh, i, I said i'm a lyric hair. person yeah um yeah if you've not heard it dude it's it's uh the it's older i've gotten cool i've looked more into the lyrics like i've started like read like actually reading in on stuff so yeah, and then yeah, the chorus is him saying, "I want somebody to shove. I, I need somebody to shove. I want somebody to shove." And it's that that feeling when you're young. There's so many different emotions happening. You don't know how to process them all the time. No, so there are the, times yeah, when you feel that. Time for that. I just want somebody to shove. You know what I mean? And this always is one of those songs I used to love, just blaring it. It's such a good song. Yeah, I have to listen to that one. I'm still sure I've do. heard about. I'm sure. Let's see. It still makes my my playlists whenever I put music on. No, I don't want the Marvel trailer. <laughs> Does this, this allow you to skip it? At yeah. Least? Listen. Oh, I love that. Such a nice opening, dude. I don't know if I've ever heard this one before. They're very... Uh, fa- their famous song was um, Runaway Run Train. Train. I know yeah. that one. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. one. We said Same Soul album. Asylum. I was like... I was like, oh, I've heard of the same album. Before. Yeah, and that's a great, great song, dude. Okay. So give it a shot. I, I guarantee you'll like that one. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, now we're, yeah, I think just about everything here on up, well, at least mostly, uh, stuff that all came out when I was in high school. Okay. Um, and again, lots of emotions, lots of lots of girl crushes, lots of, cr- well, crushes on girls that I, I really liked and never got an opportunity to really um, make things happen with. But, uh, do you remember the fray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cable car. That's the name of the song. I don't know that song. Maybe I do if I hear it, but but the fray, there's another song that they had. They had a I lot know. of good songs. Say something um this is over my head. It's over my head in parentheses is cable car. And this was the jam back in the day. Ever knew that everything was falling through. Oh, it's familiar. And everyone I knew was waiting on a cue to turn and run when all I needed was the truth. All right, that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah, dude, this is you as a kid, like, like letting this pour into your soul and oh, your yeah. heart and your Wait feelings. Wait till I get this thing soundproof, dude. You're never. Gonna, I'm gonna be singing all sorts of stuff <laughs> in there. Yeah, the song by them I remember was "How to Save a Life." How to save a life. That's yeah. what it was. Uh, 
That's awesome, dude. Actually, I got but those that. are songs. Like when you hear that, you're right. When you're like I said, you can't handle the emotions that are literally pouring into your body at that time. Yeah. And there are times. A lot of times, you you fell in love with people. It was just in your head, but it was so intense that you got songs that fit that and lyrics that fit that. And you that just, I, every time you hear it, it, just associates with that person. Yeah. And it's like, oh man. They oh yeah. Even, they don't even know. They don't even know. And it sounds like creepy now a little bit, but it's like. Yeah. You know. Man, I would I would have loved the opportunity to like date you and, and this and that. It, it does sound creepy, but yeah. Um, but that's just that's how motion is. Mo- no, every, everybody goes through that. Yeah. No matter how much people try to shame others for the way that they feel, most of the time other people have experienced that type of thing. They're just not as open about it. True. But this was, this was that. I remember for Christmas I got this CD for Christmas and uh, Weird Al Yankovic came back that year too. <laughs> he did a <laughs> he did the white song. nerd. He, well, not that song, oh, but he did say. a whole other album. White but and it, nerdy. white and nerdy yeah, came I remember out, that, and yeah. that that was like whoa, whoa. So I got those are the two albums I got for Christmas yeah. that year. I was very and, excited. And, about the, that. and the fray made the list. The fray <laughs> and the fray made the list. Hey, what are you gonna do? That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we're number three. Number three. We're Top three. Here we go. Number three. This came out in middle school, but was still big time for us in high school. Came on. We always played it at all the parties. I loved it because again, I was a huge fan of rap and hip hop. And aside from the Beastie Boys. White rappers were not really seen. You didn't see this. No. Until these Irish boys came out of Boston. The House of Pain, Jump Around. Mm. Like, everyone knows it. As soon as you hear that scream, that (laughs) you know, over and over, and then the jump around, jump around. Yeah. And I don't know why that was a thing back in the day when it came to like hip hop music and rap, but jumping around was a thing. Just jump. That's all you need to do. Another just jump wedding and have song. Have a good time. Another like popular oh, wedding so song. So sad. It's so sad that these dudes from the street that came out to tell you what it's like to fuck with Irish rappers from Boston are now the music that like your grandma's dancing to at the <laughs> wedding, bro. Because if you listen to the lyrics, which grandma's not really listening to, there's no way she'd be okay with jumping around Mm-mm. and dancing. Mm-mm. Talking about bringing a, uh, if you want to fight, you better bring a shotgun and like. There was another song that it made, my, it was another honorable mention. Also, yeah. I know that that song, beginning to end, uh, I, can, I, can, I can recite it no problem, except when I'm way too drunk. So a little side story on House of Pain's Jump Around. When me and my wife went to Jamaica for sandals for a week. Uh, oh, how was that? It was amazing. Oh my god! If you ever go to I see all the commercials, if you all get the a time. chance at doing a sandals, do a sandals because you just get taken care of top to bottom, and that's the and it's not about going to an island to experience the island or the culture. It's about getting away to a resort to get yourself pampered. Right. So right. go with that, and you'll have a great time. Okay. But I got wasted one night, and then we saw walked by the bar on the way back to the room because I wanted to just go to bed, and they were doing karaoke. I was like, let me see if they have this. And then I, I started to do it. And then all of a sudden I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I'm like looking at the lyrics and I could see them going by, but my drunk mind couldn't read them. Fast couldn't process your so I was like, <laughs> and I'm literally on mic going, hang on. What is this? What's going on right now? Why don't, where are we on the, like I was saying this on mic with the music playing and my wife's going, oh God, she literally grabbed me and dragged me to the room right after that. But what this is this this one I remember still heist from high school to now, man. This was this is good times. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I I want to do karaoke all the time, but I feel like I'm, I'm gonna choke under pressure. Nah, karaoke. We're gonna have to time. like a, if we do like a network. I think we should do like a network like in house like. It's karaoke super challenge. simple. You just hook up your laptop to your one of your TVs, 
Pull up YouTube. Yeah. YouTube has nothing. But they have all kinds of karaoke songs. I would do one. Like if, if I would do one in here. Like if anybody from the network wanted to come in and lay down a karaoke challenge, I would do one. In here. Not a I joke. Aaron, Aaron and I do it once in a while. We'll yeah. have a night where like on a weekend we're having a good time. We'll have some drinks and then we're like, let's do karaoke. And so we do drunk karaoke. I love you too. And that's the point. <laughs> like karaoke is not so. Like if you're trying to do karaoke for American Idol, then you're missing the point. It's about right. getting it's drunk and having a good fun. time. Dude. Right. You know right. what I mean. Okay, that, that that clears that up. Jump uh, yeah. around, up around, jump around. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, number three. All right, these guys. I don't know when they emerged, but they were. I don't know. It was it was something special when they came around. The All American Rejects. Oh, okay. Move along. Don't know this one though. See, I know I, I know the songs you're, or the bands you're talking about. I'll try not to sing this but one. But usually I'll uh, know, like, the album or two before <laughs> the one you you know. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when All-American Rejects came out. Uh, Definitely not Disney Plus no. or Hulu. That wasn't around when I was in high school. ESPN. Um, here we go. Oh, this does sound familiar. Yeah, I know this song. But this was, this was like, peak, like, emotional, like just kind of dealing with it. Yeah. Your life doesn't feel all right right now. Like you're just getting hit like a speed bag. Just keep moving along. And it was very like I spent a lot of time listening to this song. I loved All American Rejects. And this this girl that I loved, I'm not, not going to say her name, but I was like infatuated with her. And yeah. Not in a stalkerish type of way, but it was like uh, she had this a boyfriend. I didn't like him at the time, but we're actually really good friends now. Um, but I heard like all sorts of stuff about how bad, you know. Their relationship wasn't all that great. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she listened to this song. I was like, oh, man, this is destiny. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And then, yeah, nothing ever came of it. So, um, But, yeah, All-American Rejects, move along. Nice. You can't, you know, you're getting hit with the punches of life. You just kind of just move along, keep trucking on, and, and you can't show that stuff is, like, I guess not show that stuff is bothering you in a way. Yeah. Um, and the I, vocals on that has almost kind of like this, this yearning. Like think so it, it still strikes that kind of, you know you know exactly what you're feeling when you when you hear something like this every single time every single time so no that's a that's great all American Rejects had a lot of good hits around yeah. like the mid 2000s when I was in high school and uh, this was I feel like the one of their bigger one of their bigger ones that helped put them on the map nice. at least for my generation but um, yeah it's my number three nice my number two uh, came out of the birth of grunge. When I was young in high school, uh, you know, middle school, going into high school, it, no, not even I was in high school. Yeah, uh, grunge was huge. Coming out, of, it was this. It wasn't just music coming out of Seattle, which changed, right? Because they mixed a lot of uh, of the '70s heavy metal with some of the pop music, and that's what really grunge is. You know what I mean? Punk, punk, and and heavy metal mixed, uh, and it took us out of hair metal. Pearl Jam was one of these bands. I was infatuated with this band. I thought this band was the coolest band of all time. This was my band. When you're a kid, you know when you're a kid, you're growing up and you're young, you listen to your grandparents or your parents' music. That's the music you know. You learn it, you learn that, right? Right. But there comes an age when all of a sudden the newer music coming out, your parents don't listen to, but they you hate it. you grab onto it and you're like, This it. is for me. And that was grunge. And for me, the band was Pearl Jam. I wanted oh, to look like them. Yes. I wanted to sing like them. I wanted to play their songs. And that first album, 10, is a classic. Beginning to end, every single song, classic. You can't find a bad song on there. We, my dad used to have the CD album of that. Yeah, it's he great. Loved, he loved Pearl Jam. Pearl uh, Jam was one of his, like, favorites. And, and he introduced us to a lot of rock music. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, he grew up. He used to play the guitar and, yeah. and, and this and that. He loved rock music. But Pearl Jam, uh, like Queen, who we yeah. referenced, and, yeah. and, and, and all that. But Pearl Jam was, like, his jam. 
back in the day. So, um, uh, my song was alive. alive. Alive was a so when you read because the big thing about Pearl Jam too was a lot of the lyrics he wrote were kind of mystery. You couldn't really understand. Some of them were straightforward. Like Jeremy was about a kid getting bullied, right? Yeah. But Alive was this story where you heard it. It sounded weird. It sounded like this young kid at 16 was being told. Well, it, was, it doesn't sound. It, it's the truth. And he based it on a true, his, his true experiences. That uh, when he was 16 years old, his mother said, by the way, the dad you knew this your whole life up until you're 16, that's not your real dad. Your real dad's actually dying. Of cancer somewhere you know what i mean and so that this song is insane and, and and that's the chorus the chorus is the mother telling the song but i'm still alive yeah like and it's just like so you know this is some bullshit oh sorry oh you're uh, good uh <laughs> but but yeah yeah um pearl jam for me was one of those bands it was iconic uh and then that song for me i just remember just as a kid singing it and it's it's you're young you don't understand everything you're saying you know, I but I was old enough now to understand that there was some emotion in this. You know what I mean? Uh, it was good. Pearl Jam, number Pearl two, Jam. alive. I like that. I like that a lot. Pearl, yeah, Pearl Jam is a pretty popular one. Um, and that's a band that's still around too, dude. They still put still out going. albums, which yeah, I'm not that right they're now big they're... hits, but they're phenomenal albums. Yeah, and that's important. And longevity is important in this business. Oh yeah, they got some good ones. I'm looking at their greatest hits list from '91 to '03, and it's a pretty that's a pretty good list. It's a pretty good list of songs they got on this. Um, my number two. My number two. Another band that was pretty popular back in um, back in my high school days. They still actually I think they just put out a hit not too long ago. Uh, Fallout Boy. Oh yeah, Fallout Boy. They were like mega. Like I don't know what I don't know what to think of them. Uh, but Dance Dance was like this, oh yeah, and how upbeat it was. It, it just hit. It just came out at the right time in my yeah. life. And, you know, they were playing around with that pop beat, kind of pop music and the dancey, plus still trying to hold on to their kind of the punk rock, punk rock, punk rock, rock origins. Roots. And yeah. they did a very good job of kind of balancing that all out. Uh, Fallout Boy, man. That is, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That, that's, a, that's a favorite one of mine. It came out right around the time of All American Rejects. I remember the first time I heard of it. Uh, because we had a, we had a media productions class in high school, and they used to do for the you know homecoming week, and they used to do this like big video skit in in, in all that. They used to do this big video skit to kind of get everybody hyped up for all the fall sports and um, and what was going on. Everybody get hyped, everybody hyped up for the big homecoming football game. But uh, that was one of the songs that was used for to get everybody kind of hyped up. Nice. And I think that was my tenth grade year. And I was really really stoked about. Um, Talked about you know it was just, it was cool and then I found it and it was one of those songs where I just listened to over and over again. And then Fallout Boy had a ton of hits in the mid 2000s. Oh yeah, a ton of yeah hits. for sure. So dance dance that's uh, that's my number two. Very nice. My number one again hails from Seattle. The grunge movement smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. That was the one that really changed. So Pearl Jam came out first. Alice in Chains was out earlier before Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana, but when when Smells Like Teen Spirit came out, that song, that nobody did that at that time. Right. Because then it got loud. The drums come in, and it is like the loudest pounding drums. Because it, back then, dude, Dave Grohl, he plays the drums, was a beast. People would say he was Animal from the Muppets. You ever see Animal? That was Dave Grohl. I the, can I can see that comparison. There's stories that during the recording of Nevermind the album uh, that that this was on that he would leave the booth after doing his drums and there'd be sawdust everywhere and his his sticks would look like 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 just beavers beat just chewed the crap out of him. That's how hard he played those drums. And when you listen to the how they first come in on Teen Spirit, 
you can hear how hard yeah, those drums are beating. It starts off like hit. real slow, yeah. and then it just bam. Yep, it, it is. Just bam. Um, and and yeah, the, one of the things I loved about Kurt Cobain was the dude understood writing music and pop music, and he was huge into writing music that was like. It start, it'll start soft and then hit you in the face and then bring you back down again and then hit you in the face. And I love I love music that does that kind of ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's got a, it's a good like psychology. It picks you up and brings you down. Picks you up and brings yeah, you down. Yeah. So not only was it you know a part of my my high school uh, my era, it, it proved to literally be one of those bands that changed music forever and one of those songs that changed music. Like it, after that. Everybody else was trying to be grunge. Yeah. Right after that, and it, it was it was it was insane. It was amazing. And again, that was one of these things where we were just like, "What is what this? is this?" Like, and it changed it changed that, that scene forever, dude. So yeah. Didn't they get a, did they get in a feud with uh, Guns N' Roses? Was it them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Kurt Cobain and Axl Rose. Yeah. yeah. They had a they had some sort of backstage thing cursing at each other, and Axl called Courtney Love a. A wasted druggie or something. It was some craziness, dude. It was. I watched the story on it. I don't know why. I just I stumbled upon it. But yeah, it was like happened on like some award show or something. Yeah. It was bad. MTV Music Awards. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Elton John somehow got involved. And then he got like spit <laughs> on or something like that. Yeah, because oh, that must. Yeah, that has to be the one where Elton John played November Rain with, with them yes. on stage. Yes, that is the uh, MTV Music Awards. Yeah. Great one. Video Great Music one. Awards. Uh, wow. Good times, good times. Yeah. My last one, my number one, and and maybe the artist has become distasteful. Uh oh. I don't know. Uh oh. Um, people don't think very fondly of this man, and and it is for a multitude of reasons. Like he's done some allegedly pretty despicable stuff. Uh oh. Uh, but my song, my number one song from high school, it's gonna be the world's greatest from R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not, I'm not laughing at this song. No, I'm just I laughing know. at the, <laughs> the build-up. R. Kelly. The build-up. Yeah. yeah, dude. It was so random. So what happened? This is another like song that happened for, through wrestling. Um, between my junior and senior year, I was obviously like, I got one year left, so I want to take this as serious as I can. Train, get my head right, be the best version of myself I could possibly be. So I went down to Fredonia, Fredonia High School, for a week-long camp, week-long wrestling camp. And every day there was three practice sessions and – and, you know, you're just bonding with the guys and stuff like that. But we had this playlist. Our coach uh, who ran the camp, Greg Betts, wonderful guy, wonderful guy. He ran the uh, uh, he ran, he had a playlist. And one of the songs was World's Greatest. And it hit so many times throughout that week that it just kind of became the anthem of that camp. Gotcha, yeah. And I brought it home with me. And, and honestly, again, I, I have this ability to look past, you know, yeah. the people sometimes and look at the body of work. Like, um, you know, like I know every, there's a lot of people who are down on, like, J.K. Rowling right now because of some of the stuff that she said. But I can look past that and appreciate her work for Harry Potter. Um, when it comes to this song by R. Kelly, it, it really is. Like, it's it's it's, pos- it's it's such a positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. like, type of song. You know, believe in yourself. What's wrong with believe in yourself? Uh, and I still have trouble with this to this day. But every now and then I pop it in, and I'll still my, like my eyes will swell up because I, I think about that time period, mm-hmm. and you know just everything that I was going through emotionally. Um, as a growing kid who was you know still not, not even close to where I wanted to be in life, my high school days were numbered. Um, you know couldn't find a girlfriend to save my life, and 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 yeah, like this was it. Like after this year, that's it. There's no redos. There's no none of that. And then to ha- have that song kind of be like the anthem for like my senior like. 
the world's greatest. You know, I'm I'm that the world's greatest. I don't care if anybody else like believes in me or not. Um, I'm the world's greatest. Nice. And I, I, I don't know. I, like every now and then I listen to it again, and it, it, it I gotta remind myself to be like more positive, and I'm like a better. Um, person i'm a better i'm better at what i do than i give myself credit sometimes and then especially what other people give me credit for sometimes so um because i yeah i deal i I deal with so much uh yeah from a mental standpoint and it's always good to have a song like that that takes you back to that time period that really reminds you it uh, also helps like you hear it it brings you back but it also does that so whatever you were feeling at that time that kind of helped you feel that reaffirmation this kind of like that's the same. It, it brings you back to that, and you need that. Yeah. Definitely need that, dude. A lot of these songs, when I was thinking about them, I was listening to them as I was putting my list together. I yeah. was throwing these together and listening, and I was like, oh, man, some of them I haven't heard in a while. Like Long it blows time. Me away. It blows me away, and it does. brings you right back, dude. I totally get you. And, and, yeah, separating you know, a person and their deeds and some of the despicable things they may have done from the, the artwork that was put up. Because let's be honest, man. Let's be freaking honest. Go to go to the Louvre, you know. Go to the Smithsonian. There's a whole lot of artwork we all think is the greatest art in the world, and the people who did that art did some shitty stuff, bad stuff back in the day. You know what I mean? They, so they 100% did. It's it's about being able to appreciate whatever that is, and that knowing that doesn't yeah. represent, you know, whatever's happening here. So yeah, I'm the same way, dude. I can usually separate, you know, the artist from. Sometimes, what's like it's like oh, I can't, but yeah. I, I'm I I like to look past it because I. I, I think despite, you know, how evil people can be, there's a little bit of, I don't know, there's a little bit of optimism, hope, hope, maybe a little bit of good in, in everybody. And yeah. you just kind of want to see it. And then maybe this, this piece of art was a reflection of that little bit. So, but nice. that's, uh, that is it, everybody. That is it for this episode. That is it for season one. Can I say something real quick before yes, we get off? Yes, please do. Um, Real quick, I just want to pull back the curtain here. The network has recently grown in leaps and bounds over the past two years. We're up to 30-something shows at bicvp radio. Five, I counted earlier. 33 or 35. It, it's it blows me away, dude. Um, for the entire time that the network's been around, five years, the biggest show on the network has been History Creeps. Always has been. This is how many unique people we get in. So for the month of August... You, your show, Retro Pop with Johnny Townsend, overthrew the biggest show on the network that held that spot for five. And I'm talking dominated it for five years. We've consistently been, at least the past three years, over 10,000, you know. And the closest that anybody ever got was like 6,000 or 4,000, something like that. Something around there. So you came up uh, over the past couple of months and just were barreling straight through, and you did it in August, man. You guys did such a happened. great job, and I just I so I just recorded with Johnny earlier, and I said the same thing, and I wanted to say it to you too uh, on the show too, so listeners understand that, you know, congratulations first of all because that's you. amazing. Um, most people might might be kind of annoyed by that or be like, what the heck, you know? Well, I'm gonna show him. I love it though. I feel like it is kind of fun, a fun kind of a competition. It but is. not just that. I'm proud of you. I'm proud you. of you. I'm proud of Johnny. Thank I am you. proud of the hard work that you guys put out of the precinct here. You guys put out such good content, including this show. Like I, I bet, bet once this show continues to get caught, this is the kind of show people like to listen to. Right. You know. I, so I, I'm waiting for people to really, you know, catch this. Like I, I feel like this can. This is one of those themes. That can catch. I still don't know how retro pop caught. Like, cause it grew like what? It was like it's, nine thousand. Like, it was. It was. Pheno- it's phenomenal. Dude. And so I'm just. I'm proud of you guys. I want to say congrats you. for that. 
Couldn't um, have done it without you, dude. Keep doing it, and and I'm gonna say I'm serious, man. You're probably you're probably one of the hardest working guys in this podcast game that I know. I thought I was for a while, and then I got burnt out and started slowing down. But man, did you light a fire up my ass? Like I feel so invigorated, just wanting to be creative and wanting to get that that rush of feeling again of yeah. what it like what it's like to kind of, you know put more stuff out so dude congrats seriously congrats i think you guys are doing awesome thank and, you very and you much. especially dude seriously thank you for everything you do for us at the network thank you i'm yeah. happy to be part of dude you do a lot for us too and honestly like i was thinking yesterday i, I well this by the time this comes out it'll have been like a week and a half yeah. but you know i don't know like when i first got into this podcasting thing i was around very selfish people who gave me the selfish kind of outlook on everything and i like i i hated who i was like two years ago a year and a half and but then once i like separated myself once i really bought into what you and anthony like pitched about positivity and, and true togetherness mm-hmm. and true like true togetherness not support just, each other not just a name but let's all build each other up like i it like everything started clicking once i bought in once nice. i like officially bought into that mentality so um thank you for establishing that within me because i was a much different person a year ago year and a half ago and like I hate it. I hate thinking back to who I was. It's okay, man. You grew ago. from there, so you needed to have that to understand how to be better and yeah. and what you don't want to be either, right? So, uh, didn't mean to make the end of the show all mushy and no, kind of but I, derail I it. But dude, it. seriously, thank you. And, and also, congrats, man. You guys are awesome. And listeners of Eat Sleep List, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out Retro Pop. You will be amazed at what good content is on there. It's so good. History Creeps is pretty good too. Just don't I give mean, more right. likes than us. Right. Just don't it's give more right. likes and views than us. I mean, History, <laughs> Creep, History Creeps is old news, bro. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> we're the new kids. We're uh, we're the Cobra guy. <laughs> I told I told Johnny that we were recording a show today. I said I was I was tempted to tame to name the episode Retro Pop just to get downloads. <laughs> oh man, we got we got some clout. Yeah, hope we get a Patreon. No, you're good, soon, dude. That's it's awesome. But congrats, dude, and thank you. and keep doing it, man. You you guys are awesome. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Um, thank you, everybody. This has been a fun. Four, I can't believe it's been going on for four months. This, this show has been four months long, uh, but this is it. This is a this is a wrap. On it. It's not done forever. We're just taking a four month break, and we'll be back in January with some brand new exciting content. Of course, make sure you follow us on Facebook. We literally have daily top five posts. Yeah, daily top five list posts, and they're a lot of fun. Everybody, it's cool to see everybody. Excuse me. It's cool to see everybody get to, you know, share their opinions on stuff. And it's like, man, I could do so many. I could legit do daily episodes if I wanted to. You know what I like, though, too, about that is that I've not once yet seen anybody say anything bad about anybody else's list. Yeah. I have not seen that yet. Correct. So I, everybody's very respectful on everybody else's thoughts on things, that's, which is awesome. That's something that, that I hold near. They're like, yeah. when pe- people feel a certain way and it's not harmful to others, let them have it. Let Good them have times. their moment. But that is it, everybody. I will talk to you in January. All right. If you want to listen to some of the older lists and give us some feedback, we wouldn't mind that. I'll be sharing the link to the Facebook page every Friday still to our show. But um, thank you for your support. And till January, do you even listen? Yo, we should go something off. Dude, you hear it's closing? Never. Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Oh. Hey. I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall.
Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Man, I used to chill at the Summit Mall. I used to go there, party, and have a ball. And they'll turn it down like the Berlin Wall. Three, two, one, those bricks are gonna fall. Where else are I gonna go to place a pool? Where am I gonna go to act a fool? Where am I gonna go when I need to skip school? Subway, Omega, they used to rule. I got all my pants at Stephen Barry's. Thinking all the memories we used to share. They then shatters. The world gonna end. See it's going down as I lose a friend. Miss that place where I always chilled. Where else will I go to get all my thrills? Closing at the pharmacy, they've all been killed. Everybody wants to go, but nobody knows that it's not even like the my soul. It's gonna sit there all lonely and cold. Only one question left to know it for all said and done. Where am I gonna go? Oh, hey! I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Oh, hey! I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. You know, junk's where I got my tux. The Jersey Six said I got it Lux. The place where my whole family wanted a truck. There was a lot of people, it took some luck. Got a lot of my clothes over at the Bontons. Stopped by for some Chinese, got some wonton. Holding up the cans to get some bonbons. No more hot topic, we got my shanja. It's not even like the mall's been sold. It's just gonna sit there all lonely and cold. Only one question left to know. What's gonna happen? The mall is closed. It's not even like the mall's been sold. It's just gonna sit there all lonely and cold. There's only one question left to know. After all said and done, where am I gonna go? I turn my head to the east. east. I see no stores by my side. side. I turn my head to the west. west. Still no stores anywhere inside. So I turn my head to the north. north. Look to the yellow and step inside. I have oh, somewhere oh, to go. Oh, Some oh, malls will oh, never oh, die. Oh. I turn my head to the east. I see no stores by my side. I turn my head to the west. Still no stores anywhere inside. So I turn my head to the north. Look to the yellow and step inside. I have somewhere to go. Some malls will never die. Chillin' at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Oh, hey! I've been chillin' at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go.